welcome to episode 79 of the Daniel Yours Podcast, a solo episode on fitness and travel. Let's go. What's going on? I hope that you're having an awesome day. Another solo episode coming at you. We're going to talk a little bit about travel and fitness and how that all plays together. Um, like I mentioned, I think last episode or maybe the one before, just a string of little solo episodes coming just due to construction noise and interruptions and scheduling delays and and things like that, but all good. I just got back from a little mini vacation, a road trip to Quebec and to, or so to Quebec City, sorry, and to Montreal, which for those who might not know, Quebec is about like five hour-ish drive from, from where I live. And then Quebec City is like an additional three hours from there. And while I was there, was not really my intention, but you know, you just observe things as you look around and see the world around you as one does. And I realized, hey, you know, fitness does have more impacts on travel and these things than than meets the eye, as, as cliche as that might be. And so I figured let's let's talk about that and get my thoughts off my chest and maybe draw some attention to something that doesn't seem so obvious. One question that I got from several people who I saw or spoke to since I got back was, and I was only gone for like five five or six days, so it wasn't like a, that long of a trip, but um, some of the highlights are on Instagram. If you want to see some of the pictures, the food was amazing. The trip was amazing, but like, I'm not here to talk about the, the trip because that's not the point of this. <laughs> so, um, uh, what was I just going to say? Oh yes. So people have asked me like, Oh, what did you, what gyms did you go to? Like, well, how did you train while you were like on vacation and whatever? And it's like, the answer is I didn't, I didn't even consider looking at a gym or going for a workout or anything like that. Now, granted it was quite a short trip. It's not like I was gone for three weeks and, you know, maybe I would have felt like I wanted to work out at that amount of time slash with that amount of time, you've got way more free time to do stuff that's just hanging out. So maybe taking two hours to go find a local gym and just, you know, explore that a little bit as part of your vacation, if you will, might be a little bit more fun, but it's a pretty short trip. So I didn't think about going to work out. It didn't even cross my mind. I didn't think about trying to watch my food or or not gain weight or stay away from certain things. I ate anything and everything, and I actually didn't gain any weight at all, and I wasn't even really paying attention to it. It just, it just happened like this. And now, that's mainly because, and this certainly goes back to the episode with Dean Guido a couple episodes back, is we walked a, a lot, like 15 to 20,000 steps probably every day, and if I'm just guessing, I didn't really check that either, but it was probably around that as one does on vacation. Yes, we drove there, but we weren't driving to every single thing that we wanted to go see. And we did a lot of walking as just in exploring around as one does. And that's something that I'm going to get into, I think, a little bit in this in this conversation. So all of that, that walking, all that activity offsets like the amount of food that you're eating and the delicious food and the indulgences in food that you're eating, a little bit extra ice cream, you know, an extra serving of this, a little bit more junk, this dessert with every meal, all that kind of stuff. So just to say that I don't want this to come off as like, oh, look at me, look how great I am. I didn't even care about working out and like I didn't gain weight on vacation. Like that's not my point. My point is to say that your vacation can just be a vacation. You don't need to 
be working out when you're on vacation. If your vacation is longer and like you want to and you have time to do it, then by all means, like do whatever you want. Like I said, if the vacation was like a much longer duration, I probably would have worked out because that would have been another fun thing to do. Like there's only so many things to do in a place and like going to find a new gym and like, you know, talk to some local trainers and local people at that gym. Like that would also be a cool thing just because it's another exploration of the culture in the new place that you're in. So again, not to like, be like, oh, look at me. I'm so amazing. No, it's just, I didn't, didn't, you don't need to be on vac- working out on vacation. You can just enjoy yourself. Chances are you're probably, unless you're like way overdoing it, you're not going to gain some significant amount of weight. And even if you do, it's very short lived. And once you're back home, you just get back on your regular schedule and away you go. So there's summertime. There's lots of vacations. Lots of people are traveling right now, or will be traveling in the, in the next coming weeks and months into August and the end of the summer before school and everything starts again. So just keep that in mind. Don't don't freak out about about what gym you're going to train at. You're not going to ruin your fitness program. If you're if you're trying to compete in bodybuilding or like a powerlifting competition or something and your vacation is in the middle of that, then then yeah, you should definitely consider how that's going to impact your training because it will because you're competing at something that has a dedicated timeline. If you're like 99% of the rest of us who are just working out for the sake of working out, change the way our body looks, feel better, get a little stronger over time, but there's no hard deadlines and competitions and stuff like that, it just doesn't matter. So don't worry about it. Don't stress. Have your vacation. Have some fun. And uh, and then get back on track when you're back. So the reason that I kind of wanted to talk about this is as we were as we went to this trip, uh, and you know, thinking back to other vacations, you know, you realize these things in, in hindsight, how fitness impacts your vacation. So we went on a road trip, which means a lot of time in the car. Now, yes, I'm young and probably if like you listening to this, like chances are just based on the demographic metrics and stuff that I can see, you are on the younger side of things. But ask an elderly person, your grandparents maybe, if sitting in the car for 10 hours or sitting on a flight sounds like a good time to them. It sounds like a horrible time to them. And there'll be complain, my back, my this, my that. And like, it's not like I'm having fun <laughs> sitting in the car for that long either, but I can do it without my body being wrecked. And this is where the fitness part of it starts to come in. So if you want to take a road trip, even if you want to take a plane, plane rides are long from from here in North America to Europe or to Asia or somewhere, like it's far, no matter where you're going. It's a It does a number on your body. And yes, you can do it, but you don't want to have to be in more pain or more discomfort than you need to be. So being in good shape and just having your body generally pain-free and generally stronger and all these things is going to help you with that. Not being super beat up so you can just get off the plane, you know, you shake off the cobwebs and uh, and away you go. You're not, you don't feel like you need to go get a massage and like, oh, I'm in pain and I'm uncomfortable and all this thing, which is just not a good feeling and not a good way to start off your vacation. And and for many people, elderly people, I know my own grandparents for sure, it's a struggle for them to go on vacation and even like for us to convince them to try and go somewhere for that very reason. It's not that they don't want to go places or see things or, you know, go wherever, they obviously have, you know, they retire. They have nothing but time. But the thought of like being in a car or being in a plane or having to wait in line, already it's like their mind goes like, oh, my back, my knee, my this, my that. Yes, they're old, of course. So things are not going to be as perfect. But if they were in better shape, and there are plenty of young people as well who are not in great shape and will complain about it, it's not the way that you want to go about things. So get in shape so that you can even get to your destination. Now, when you're at your destination, I mentioned about the steps and walking around. Very rarely are you going to be in the car for the duration of your 
vacation where you're just you know driving around in, in the car and seeing stuff you're going to want to get out and get on your feet and walk around and explore the city or explore uh, the nature around or whatever type of trip it is and that's a lot of walking and that's a lot of activity now again if you're young you'd be like ah, okay i can obviously just like walk around all day for a couple of days sure now you can but what about later and do your feet hurt do you get blisters do you complain about this do you complain about your back does your this hurt does that hurt like start to pay attention to these things because if you're not doing something about it now it's only going to continue to get worse over time and then eventually you're not going to want to do it. So being able to walk or hike around and just see amazing things, like there's things that you can get to by foot that you can't get to by a car, especially when you're traveling and exploring new places. It gives you more freedom to just go wherever you want and on your timeline and all this stuff. If you can't walk or can't hike or can't get up these you know, massive flight of stairs or walk up this mountain or something like that, then that's not good. You're missing, you're missing out on things. So one thing from this past trip that happened and this is maybe a little bit of a tangent but like there was a lot of walking a lot of exploring and kind of the way we did some things is we had like a rough plan or not a rough plan we had a plan of like a few things that we wanted to make sure that we saw and then we had just like kind of free time where it's like let's just walk around and wander around and explore and see what we see and go sit in this cafe and people watch and take in the take in the sights and the sounds and the smells and the culture and the whatever and that's a great thing but if we were worried about you know, we can't walk that far. We're going to have to take a rest or we're going to have to do this or my feet are going to be blistered and we're going to have to go back and take a nap or whatever. We wouldn't have been able to do that. But the story that I was going to tell going on on a little bit of a hike was like, there was one point where right when we got to Quebec city, we went on this hike and we were supposed to go up this, oops, we were supposed to go. I just smashed my computer. Hopefully the sound still sounds okay. We were supposed to go up (laughs) this, this little bit of a mountain and then not like a huge mountain, I guess more of a hill, but we're supposed to get up this mountain, follow these trails and get to the top. And there would have, there was supposed to be like this nice view where you can see out over the lake and, and just outside of Quebec city and it's supposed to be very pretty. Anyways, we, we went up the trail and we, we went on the wrong trail on the way up. And so like it ended the, the trail, like ended at a weird part and that was fine. And this trail was like a big network of trails. So there was a lot of different trails that interconnected. And on the way on the way down, so we didn't even get to the top because we just couldn't find how to get there because the thing ended and whatever. Oh well. <laughs> but uh, on the way down, we went the wrong way. I went the wrong way. I directed us in the wrong direction. And there was like a second there where it's like, okay, we're not lost because like we're still on on a path. Like it's not like we're just lost in the middle of this forest on the mountain, like no idea where we are, but we weren't on the same path that we thought we were on and not sure exactly which direction we were heading in, but we were still on a path. And so for a second, you know, the thought crossed my mind, like, Oh, what if we're on like the long route? And like the only way off this route is, you know, this is the 10 kilometer trail that we're just on right now. Well, what happens? Well, my first thought was like, well, we're going to be late for whatever we have next. That's for sure. But it never once occurred to me until reflecting on it, to, to make this episode. It never once occurred to me that I thought, oh, I won't be able to do that. I won't be able to go walk 10 kilometers right now on the, in the blink of an eye without having any, any preparation or being ready for this. Like, yeah, it's going to be hard. Of course it was hot. We definitely wouldn't have had enough water and all that stuff, but it's not like, we're going to like, we're going to be okay. We're going to be fine. It never crossed my mind. Like, oh my God, we might have to be on our feet in the forest for way longer than I thought. Turns out like, you know, we were just a little bit off and everything was fine, but had it not been the case and we had to go this 10 kilometers up the other side of the mountain, whatever it was, things would have been okay. And that's one of those things where he don't think about fitness in that context, but had we not been fit, had we not been in shape, that could have potentially been a real legitimate concern. And when you take it a, you know, a few steps further, 
sure, we're on a trail that's like, you know, people go on and stuff, but like, at what point does that become a safety concern? At what point does that become like a, you're so out of breath and so, so dehydrated and so tired and so exhausted that like you can't go on and like, it's not like you can just, you know, call an Uber and get you, get yourself picked up. Like you're on a trail on the side of a mountain. Like you, you got to get yourself down somehow, or otherwise it's like a big ordeal to get yourself down. So not to be extreme about it, but that's not a situation that you want to be in. Also, you know, we, we went the wrong way, so we didn't get to see this like beautiful view that was supposedly there, but you get to see beautiful things. We wouldn't have been, <laughs> we didn't get to see it anyways, but that's a directional thing. We would have seen it, but we would not have been able to see that with the car because the car doesn't go on trails up the mountain in a forest. So that's just one, one of those reasons. It's like fitness and your body being strong and capable can bring you places and allow you to do things that you might not otherwise be allowed to do or to push you past and to, and to really be safe, push you past your comfort zone and allow you to tolerate more than you otherwise might be able to tolerate had you not been fit, right? Again, my grandparents, if it was supposed to be a one kilometer hike and all, all of a sudden it's a 10 kilometer hike, that's a problem with no way out. Like that's a problem. And you just, you don't want to be in that situation. Another thing is about this feeling comfortable. So when we work out, we get hot, we get sweaty, you know, we get, we get physically uncomfortable and that's okay. Now, when you go on vacation, typically a lot of people go on vacation in the summer times as, as it was this, it was pretty hot while we were there. We had great weather, but you know, you get some people, how do I say this in like a not that mean of a way? <laughs> there's, there's people that you hear, you overhear and you say, and you hear things like, oh my God, I'm sweating. Oh, I'm sweaty. Oh my God. I can't believe I'm sweaty. And this is like some overexertion to them because they never sweat. They never get out of breath. They never work hard. But even if you're walking around and not that walking around in a city leisurely is like some, you know, crazy workout, it's not a workout. But if that's like the only time you sweat in the last three years or the only time you've been like slightly out of breath because you're walking a bit and like it's really hot outside, like that that's not going to make you enjoy your time. Yes, you're still going to be able to do it, but you're so overwhelmed by the fact that you're like sweating a little bit and a little bit out of breath and feel a little bit hot and feel a little bit physically not, you know, in a perfect way, that's going to make you enjoy it less. But if you're used to like pushing yourself physically, you're used to feeling sweaty and hot and getting out of breath and like, okay, it's just this is just another day. And and again, it's not that it's not that big a deal. None of these things are like, oh my god, you cannot travel unless you're fit. I'm not trying to gatekeep travel only for fit people but i'm just saying if you're going to be if you're going to be traveling and if you're in better shape you're going to get to enjoy all these things more so that's another one there was even like <laughs> one thing that was funny while we were in quebec city it was quite hot that afternoon and we were just you know leisurely walking around we had seen the things that we wanted to see and we were just strolling around just looking at stuff and there's tons of like, you know, families and couples of very touristy area and everybody seemed to be arguing with each other. And and I'm not saying that like, oh my God, we're so fit and everybody else is not. That's absolutely not what I'm saying. But it's one of these things where it's like, there's lots of reasons why people would be arguing with each other. But how much does hot and cranky and uncomfortability play into that? I don't think the answer is zero. So, you know, get a little fit so you can just suck it up when, when the conditions are maybe not absolutely perfect and be able to enjoy your new vacation, enjoy the new environment that you're in and, uh, you know, not have to, not have to feel bad or feel too cranky about all of that stuff. So one other story that, that happened while we were there is, and this would be, so Quebec city for again, for those who don't know, 
very European kind of feel to it, especially in the older area. So kind of like smaller shops and, and stuff like that. One of the the places we went for croissants and coffee, they had, and excuse my French pronunciation of that word, whatever, <laughs> uh, the, the bathrooms were like it, towards the back of the shop and then it was like in the upstairs, but it was like up two flights of stairs. And there was a, there was a lady who came down the stairs all red-faced, her, her friend or whoever it was was waiting for her and she was kind of like kind of snapped a little bit like oh my god the the bathrooms are like up two flights of steps like what do you want like she was i guess the friend was kind of rushing her or something the bathroom is up two flights of stairs like what are you rushing me for like why are you like what do you want from me and it's like okay you got to go up two flights of stairs to get to the bathroom like sometimes in new places when you're exploring new things the bathroom might not always be perfect and yes that is a little bit annoying if going up two flights of stairs to be able to use the washroom in a new place is something that like gets you that worked up and is that big of a deal that you have to even like make note of it in that negative of a manner, like that is not okay. And this person was not elderly. If if someone is elderly or has some, you know, physical difficult disabilities or injuries, like, yeah, okay, of, of course, going upstairs is difficult at that point. But this was not someone who should have had any difficulties going upstairs and she very obviously did it was it was it was very obvious and very loud and and quite shocking to be frank so it's another one of these things can't go upstairs and this is going to be the thing that gets you upset on your vacation you're on vacation to to enjoy yourself this is not something you came to to like walk upstairs in the back of a restaurant like <laughs> as a workout or some crossfit something you came here to enjoy yourself and if having to walk up two flights of stairs makes you not enjoy yourself that's pretty sad. It's pretty sad. The other thing, and I think I'm almost done here. Carrying your bags. Another thing that doesn't seem like that big of a deal, if you're quite young, probably hasn't really affected you in any way that you've noticed, but maybe it will down the line. And maybe it has affected you. And and, and I feel sorry for that. You carry your bags, whether you're in a road trip, in a plane, whatever. You know, you, you take the bags out of the car the little hotel you're in or the little Airbnb you're in doesn't have an elevator or only has like, you know, one of those old European style elevators that only fits one person at a time, but your, your unit or your room is on the fourth floor and you can't carry your, your bags up the stairs or that seems like a horrible or the elevator's out of service or something like that. What do you do? Sure. You can just pay someone, someone at the hotel or whatever to carry your bags and that's totally reasonable. But these are some things that this shouldn't impact you. This shouldn't be a thing that you have to consider. It's like, okay, yep, it would be nice to go in the elevator. But if I have to carry my bag up the stairs, okay, I can carry my bag up the stairs. Not that big a deal. Another little story, when I was in Florida last year, I remember when I was coming back, there was this couple and they, neither of them could lift up the, the, it was on a plane, of course. They couldn't lift up their carry-on baggage to put it in the overhead compartment. And it was like, you know, it was a tiny plane and yes, yeah, sure. Of course, someone helped them and like whatever, but you know, you slow up traffic. Everybody's looking at you're slow up, like the walking traffic of people trying to get in their seats. Everybody's looking at you. You draw attention to yourself. It's embarrassing. And that's, and that's the main thing of it is it's, it's embarrassing to these people I could see it on their face. They felt embarrassed. They couldn't do it. And they weren't that old. There's, there's no obvious reason when you look at them and say like, oh yeah, it would be difficult. It's, you know, if a 95 year old grandmother is having trouble to like lift up her 15 or 20 pound carry-on bag to put it over in the overhead compartment you know you maybe you have a little bit more like okay yes pro probably she's got some reasons why she can't do that that are like totally legit 
someone who's 30, 40, 50, like there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to do something like that. It's not some crazy feat of strength or some crazy task. And it draws attention to you, unwanted attention. Uh, it makes things difficult for yourself because you just can't do it. And I think what it comes, what all of this stuff really comes down to is independence. And that's one of my definitions of what health is. And I spoke about this in a podcast with with John, John Martirosian. I'm pretty sure it was on his podcast and health sovereignty. Health comes down to independence, the freedom to to be able to do whatever it is that you want to do. And if not being able to walk around for long periods of time expectedly or unexpectedly, not being able to hike to beautiful places, not being able to carry bags, not being able to lift up bags, not being able to walk up a flight of stairs, not being able to do all these things. If you can't do those things, how much are you, how much are you enjoying yourself? So not to be like a bit of a downer and you see a lot of these things and I don't try and like, you know, poke fun at any of this because it's very real and it makes me sad to, to see that this happens to people. So I don't, I don't want to see this happening to people. I want people to be able to go on vacation and to be able to enjoy themselves and even not on vacation. All of these things are also applicable to like, you know, regular day activities because we walk around and we carry bags and we do stuff and maybe the elevator in your condo is broken today and you got to climb up 45 flights of stairs and th- that would be hard, but like you should be able to do that. That shouldn't be some like insurmountable task because, well, what are you going to do? Just not go home. It's 45 degrees outside. And, uh, you know, what are you going to, maybe not 45, that's a little bit much, but like, it's super, it's super hot outside. And, uh, and what are you can do just not go in your condo because you can't climb the stairs. It's not, it's not a good way to live, not being able to do stuff. And it, it just seems more obvious or more apparent in travel because we're doing, we're typically like more physical because we're out of our regular routine. And so it's like, ah, I just got to do this thing instead of call someone, get the car, get this, get that, or, you know, all these other things. And we're in a new environment. So we're uncomfortable in a new environment, obviously, but being able to adapt to it or wanting to adapt or blend in or explore it is going to be something that is, is quite important, right? So again, don't mean to be a downer. I just mean to kind of draw some attention to this. And if it's not something that you've thought about, or you went on a trip this year for the first time or going on a trip and you know, you start to feel some aches and pains and all oh, my back hurts too much when I sit on the plane or, you know, I'm worried about carrying my bags or I'm worried about my foot, how much, how much I'm going to have to walk or my knee has been acting up because of this, that, and the other thing. And I'm worried about this. And like, you got to take care of these things. You have to take care of these things so you can travel. If there's no, if there's no other reason to take care of your body and take care of your health, it's so you can travel. I don't, I've never met a person who like, doesn't like to travel. Everyone, everyone says, Oh, I love to travel. I love to see new places. Good. You got to You got to be able to get there and see them and, and do things right. And explore and be yourself and enjoy it. So with, with that, I think that there comes to a conclusion where I'm pausing a lot here because I'm trying to be very specific with my, with my words, but typically people who are fit, one sort of side effect of getting your body in shape is an increase in confidence. And that comes pretty universally. Even if you are already confident, your confidence will increase and that's okay. Now you're going into a new environment when you travel. The language is different, the, the smells are different, the clothing is different, the, you know, everything is different. And, and that's what you're going there for. That's what's amazing about it. But we feel less confident. We feel like, and maybe if you're traveling alone, maybe you don't want to go talk to that stranger. You don't feel as confident. 
fitness brings about confidence. The other thing with it is this. Fitness is one of these kind of universal languages, if you will. Everyone everywhere respects a fit body. And not that you shouldn't respect not fit bodies and like, don't give me that. You know what I'm trying to say. Everyone everywhere sees someone who's fit and says that person is healthy and takes care of themselves. There's no language that needs to be exchanged for that to be understood. And I think it's because fitness is, it's one of the very few, one of the very few last things that money can't buy. You have to work for it. No matter how much money you have, no matter what culture you come from, you have to work for it. And fitness can mean many different things. But when you look at someone visually who's in shape, we all know that that person is in shape. It doesn't mean that they're better or worse or anything else. It just means that they are in shape. And we all understand that that person typically carries themselves with a little bit more confidence, shoulders back, chest up, chin held high, eyes forward, not looking at the ground. And these people look like they're having a great time. And don't you want to do that too? I would think yes. So if there's nothing else that would convince you to start taking your fitness a little bit more seriously, it's so that you feel more comfortable, more confident to travel. And now, until forever. I don't want to hear anybody, any of my friends, any people that I know of or who are young and hear them say the things that I hear my grandparents say, where we don't want to get on a plane or we're reluctant to do this, that, and the other thing because we're worried about being able to walk. And, you know, that that stuff kind of breaks my heart a little bit to hear them say that. But such is life, and this is, you know, the way that things have been, and there's lots of reasons for it, right, wrong, or otherwise. It doesn't matter. But the rest of us now, like, we know better. We know better. We have more information. We have more tools. We have more access to things. And there's no reason that when you're 80, when you're 90, walking should be the thing that prevents you from going on vacation or prevents you from exploring a new thing. So again, you know, you're benefiting from your youth now, but that obviously, unfortunately, doesn't last forever. So doing nothing about it is going to just make it, make that clock tick a little bit faster. Yes, our body will degrade over time. I don't expect to be as strong as I am now when I'm 85, but I don't expect to not be able to walk around for as long as I need to when I'm 85. I don't be able to expect to have my same deadlift numbers when I'm 85, but I don't expect that I won't be able to do the simple things like sitting down for a long time or walking or carrying a bag because I'm quote unquote too old. In my mind, that excuse should no longer exist. That excuse is an excuse of the past, of the past generations when they didn't know better. We know better. And so let's do better. So again, I'll say it one more time. If you're listening to this, it likely doesn't apply to you as much. But if you needed a reason to work out and to take care of your health and to get in shape and seriously get in shape, it's so that you can enjoy your vacations as much as possible. And with that, if you need any help with that, if you need coaching, if you need guidance, I'm your guy. Let's get it going. DanielYours.com. Click on the coaching tab and let's get working together. If you're in Vaughn GTA, send me a message and we'll get it going in person. Otherwise, online, anywhere in the world, we will make it happen because I want people to travel. I want people to enjoy. I want to travel more. I love to continue to travel more. Um, I haven't done a whole lot of it, but I would love to to do more. And um, 
I want everyone, I think it's a great experience just to experience new cultures, new languages, new perspectives, new insights, new old history, learn the way things are. There's so many wonderful things. So anyways, coaching, if you're in need of it, which we all are to some extent for many different things, not just fitness, but everything. We all need mentors. We all need guides. Some, sometimes someone to just bounce ideas off of and hold us accountable and all that stuff, which I've spoken about in previous episodes. But anyways, danielyoris.com at danielyoris on Instagram. Um, send me a message, follow me, share the podcast, you know, whatever. Give, send me your thoughts on this episode. Maybe I missed some things. Maybe there's other things that you can think of. Maybe I was a little bit too harsh on things, but you know, it's hard to, when you're talking just to yourself, I don't get to see like your expression coming back and how it's being said. So sometimes I find in these kind of episodes, I'm trying to be careful with my words, yet I find that I maybe repeat myself a little bit too much, but it's because I'm trying to make sure that my point is somewhat getting across and it's, you know, because I'm not gauging facial expressions, it's hard to, it's hard to see that that point has been, has been delivered effectively. So, so that's it. The last thing that I want to say actually, and this is like, so against, you know, fitness quote unquote and all this stuff, but like McDonald's is unbelievably consistent. <laughs> it is unreal just like any mcdonald's anywhere you go the on routes on the highway the the truck stops in other cities whatever you get a coffee you get a breakfast sandwich it is the same every single place and it is so impressive so i don't know i just noticed that like anytime i go somewhere it's like wow like every mcdonald's is impressed it's like exactly the same whereas like other chains like especially tim hortons which i have decided on this road trip that i'm never drinking tim hortons coffee ever again I realize that I don't like it. It's not good unless they change something drastically. I won't try it ever again. There's never a time when I will need a coffee bad enough to have to have a Tim Hortons coffee. So that is, and and wildly inconsistent across the board. Like two Tim Hortons that are down the street from each other will be like wildly inconsistent. So for, for our Canadian, for my Canadian friends here. But anyways, if you can be as consistent with your workouts as McDonald's is consistent with like the level of their food across North America and probably across the world, like you're doing something good. So let's take a lesson from McDonald's, be consistent, get in shape so that you can travel freely now and until forever. DanielYoris.com for coaching. Uh, Daniel Yours on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok-ish, you know, all the places. And that's all. Share the episode, share this podcast with someone who needs to hear it. Send me any thoughts, feedback, questions, concerns, all that stuff. Always open to it. Um, rating and review on Spotify, iTunes. I very, very much appreciate that. Please, please consider taking a second to do that if you haven't already. And uh, and that's it. Go outside, go explore, be a good person, take your shoes off, eat some good food. Take it easy.